If you've been told to pull up your socks, then make sure it's a pair of TNT socks. The TNT shop is now open at tntradio.live. Journalism is not a crime. We're covering Julian Assange's two-day public hearing at the UK High Court and live from London. This is today's News Talk. TNT. I'm on air. Hello, world. I'm Abby Roberts, and this is the Abby Roberts Show on today's News Talk TNT. Yes, and I'm sitting here live in London. Of course, it's bucketing it down with rain. When you've got curly hair like me, uh, rain isn't necessarily the best thing. So uh, this is what I've, we've kind of gone back to the 80s with my hair. And we've kind of gone back sort of politically to the uh, 70s and 80s because we're sitting outside the Royal Courts of Justice. And Julian Assange um, is waiting to hear whether he's going to be extradited back to the US to a high security prison um, for the 175 years. And I, I, as I'm saying it, I can't can't actually believe the words are coming out of my mouth. However, after the last four years, when the tyrannical British government had its its boot on the British public's neck, and also let's not forget America because they went totally tonto during the COVID mania. Uh, why should we be surprised that uh, the British government is doing the old uh, bow, 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 uh, the poodle to the American uh, uh, well wolf, basically? Um, why should we be surprised? So we're here. It's a historic moment. I'm not a journalist. I'm a comedian by trade. So this is quite interesting. I feel like very sort of professional doing this. Hello, hello, come in, come in. So it's wonderful. Hello to the listeners. Hello to the viewers. And I'm sitting here with the gorgeous, with beautiful hair, not uh, not rain-drenched, Sonia Poulton, who you saw earlier on the Sonia Poulton show. Sonia, tell me, what are your thoughts on the second day of this historic Hearing. I can't actually believe we're here. I can't believe it has gone this far down the road. This shows you what happens when you have a bloodthirsty Home Secretary such as Priti Patel, right? She's working on behalf of the Americans, as you say, with a poodle to their wolf. It's mm -hmm. absolutely ridiculous. It's obscene. But I just want to say, hooray for free speech from today's news talk. We are literally able to do what so many other news outlets are refusing to do because they're compromised. We are not compromised. And we're here in Daly's Wine Bar on the Strand, literally a spit away from the High Court. It's absolutely wonderful, yep. isn't it? And even though, as you say, it's bucketing down, oh, we love London. <laughs> we love the rain. Uh, but people are still showing out, aren't they? They're still turning up, the activists still are there. there. Yeah, um, activist Jeremy Corbyn's there. I think McCluskey may be there. And as I said, politically, we're not entirely aligned. But I personally get angry when I hear either side, left or right, say, well, I can't go on your show because, you know, uh, we've got whatever elections coming up. This is a humanitarian issue. Exactly. It's not to be, you know, party political, um, which I think is really important to say. So we've got uh, we've got photographers, we've got um, journos. I mean, I did notice uh, some of the newspapers were event have sort of woken up to it. So we had the Guardian um, Independent report, Al Jazeera, of course, um, being full on uh, with the reporting. Um, but I mean, the press have been, haven't they, generally really dreadful? Absolutely. They're compromised, though, aren't they? Because the thing about Julian Assange is the very existence of a journalist who truly speaks truth to power highlights the fact that all the rest of the shower aren't doing that. Yes. So that's indeed. the problem. His, yeah. very, his very existence is a problem to the press pack. Yeah. Whereas I just think absolutely I align with him. I know where he's coming from. And it's really interesting what some of my guests have been saying earlier. And that is, again, about the, the image that we have, the impression that we have on Julian Assange, which we touched on yesterday, mm -hmm. isn't it? But I think bit by bit, we are breaking through that. I'm very deeply concerned about his health at this moment. Yeah, me too. That he couldn't even be there 
at his own hearing, couldn't even be there by, by video link, which is really an, a very unusual situation for, yes. for a, you know, a, a, a case, a situation of this magnitude. Yes. Not to be there in any way, shape or form tells me that we need to be, need to be seriously concerned about his health. He, yes. You know, the thing, I don't believe for a second we're going to get a judgment today. Yeah, but I there is only so. one true just course of justice, yeah. and that is to release the man. Absolutely release him. And interesting, Jeremy Corbyn in his speech yesterday, I don't know whether this was a Freudian slip, but he did say if Julian was alive here in front of us, and then he said, what I mean is, you know, uh, uh, as in, in his pre uh, present in, with us. Now, um, that puts the fear of God into me because I'm thinking, you know, what things are going on. Um, so the British public, the British judiciary, if you do not make the right decision to judges, you are setting a precedent, a dangerous precedent for all of us. So everyone watching, this isn't just about Ju Julian is us and we are Julian, is yes. what I would say. 100%. And what his team said yesterday, and it's really interesting, and that is, why him? What has yes. marked him out? Because there have been other journalists who have... Who have um, you know, exposed classified situations yeah. to do with America. Yeah. And yet Julian Assange is the one that they want. This yeah. is a vendetta. It is. This is way 100%. beyond justice. Yes, absolutely. Thanks very much, that person, for just slamming the door of Daily's wine bar. Do you know what? This is live, everyone. I think we're doing we're doing a great oh and the lights are just do you know what? Oh, Oh, we are back in the 80s. So listen, we're going to go, I think, to uh, Jim. <laughs> I love Murray at the other end going, bloody hell, Abby, what's going on? Yes. Can you please stick a light on? Uh, do, do, I look, do we look better? Than <laughs> oh, do I look, say that. Hang on a minute, have you just turned the light off because of my hair? How dare you, outrageous people. Um, we are, I think, going to uh, go to Gemma now. I believe, or they've come back on. That's fine. Do you know what? That was Sadiq. That was Bill Gates turning off the lights. Thanks, thanks, Bill. Um, do we have um, Gemma coming in now to give us her yes, her her take? Did. Or yes, Gemma, my love. Hello. Uh, how how are things? And what are, what are your thoughts on the second day of this historic hearing, um, which is going to set a precedent if it goes uh, the wrong way for all of us, journalists and freedom fighters across the world. I just think it's important to clarify, it's not an extradition hearing. Today is not an extradition hearing. It's whether or not he has the right of an application to appeal. Um, and then that will go to another hearing. So this is not an extradition hearing. Um, it, right. it's, 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 it's whether or not he can appeal against the decision that they want, which is to extradite. It's a very complicated legal process, which is why I, I agree with Sonia. I don't think there'll be a judgment today. I think they will go away, both high court judges, and consider the very numerous points of law that both teams will have argued. Obviously, yesterday, uh, his lawyers took to the, the stand, as it were. And today, the American team of lawyers are going to go in all guns blazing, 1030 onwards, to try and p take apart uh, what Ed Fitzgerald mm. Casey said yesterday. What I think is very interesting is uh, the, the reaction and actions of the Australian government, actually. So Anthony Albanese mm. has been um, talking on Australian media today. I touched on it with Sonia at the last hour. But um, he, he has said again, it's time absolutely that um, Assange was brought home. He is an Australian citizen. He spent his early years, many, most of his early years in his formative life um, working and, and living and being brought up in Australia, quite a nomadic lifestyle when he was a young child. Um, but Albanese said, he says, I mean, I have engaged with his legal team on a regular basis to work on a strategy to get him out of this and come out the other side. Um, he says he's using diplomatic channels 
at the highest levels to try and secure Assange's release. And he has raised the issue with President Biden. Um, he does say that his government has been lobbying for the US to drop all charges and let him go. And of course, five days ago, he was one of the people in the Australian Parliament that, uh, you know, that voted for the motion calling for um, Assange to return home. That vote was passed 86 to 42. Albanese is very diplomatic, though. He is a politician. He said he wants it all to be amicable. He said, you know, today, he said, this is a legal process in another country, which is why uh, uh, he's negotiated with both the US and the UK on the highest levels diplomatically. He says, and we've certainly done that. And he says he's working on an outcome for Assange. He's not interested in headlines. And that's what he said today, just a few hours ago uh, on ABC in Sydney. Um, it's just mm. interesting. Have you heard a peep out of Rishi Sunak on any of this? Have you heard a peep out of Keir Starmer on any no. of this? You know, both supposedly champions of free speech and the British press. And, you know, they haven't said a word, have they? They, they mm. certainly are, you know, the lapdogs of, uh, of, of, the, of the US when it comes to this particular issue. No surprise there. Um, but I do think that the efforts of the Australian government, possibly buoyed up by the campaigning efforts of much of the Australian people, we saw yesterday that there were activists out on the streets of Sydney and Melbourne, as well as New York. So there is this huge groundswell in that country of people that want the right yeah. outcome, uh, drawn out though it might be. Um, so that's where we are in terms of the global stage. Uh, apparently, lots of negotiation been going on diplomatically behind closed doors between Australia, the UK and the US. Now, normally, these guys work in lockstep together. We saw that with the scandemic. You know, Australia, UK and, and, and the US had some of the most draconian policies, especially Australia. But on mm. this one, uh, Albanese has gone out on a limb. He wants Assange home. He says he's been working hard. We'll have to take that at face value and believe the man. That's what he says. Uh, and see if, the, if that has worked as well behind closed doors diplomatically. Yes. Um, and oh, and uh, do we do we uh, trust uh, the Australian? I'm seeing somebody else's face, not not Gemma. Gemma, that's definitely not you, unless you've grown a beard and shaved off your hair in the last. <laughs> In the, last, in the last, that's somebody's kitchen. Do you know what? This is what I love about live, live TV is that you never know. It's like it's like the Big Breakfast, isn't it? It's only from the nineties. Oh, it's absolutely surreal. Gemma, can you still hear me? Yeah, I don't worry. I think the viewers yes. can see the three of us. Savvy, oh, wonderful! Just, you know, they can wonderful. See us, yeah. That's great. I was just going to say to you: Do we trust the Australian government after what they put their people through over the last four years? Because to me, well, I mean, you know, call, call me old-fashioned. You're old-fashioned, Abby. I'm very, very cynical about every leader because you know everyone can make sounds that they're going to do the right thing and talking diplomatically, you know, various channels. But I think the world has shifted, hasn't it? considerably in the last four years. Um, I'm just reading here as well, James Lewis uh, Casey for the US um, is expected to make oral arguments to the court today uh, when the hearing is due to make a decision on whether Assange can bring the appeal at a later date. So uh, what are you expecting to hit to sort of come out of today? Well, firstly, you know, I, I just, as I said at the end of that report there, you know, whether we can trust Albanese that this is actually what has been going on or whether he says, yeah. This is what's been going on to appease the groundswell of support in Australia for, you know, freedom fighters. The Australia's got a huge freedom movement and they want Assange uh, released and, and, and all done and dusted as well. So he may be trying to appease them. But then you would think, why? They weren't that bothered about appeasing the freedom movement for the last four years. Um, or is he is he really does he is he really as a politician putting his money where his mouth is? We're also deeply sceptical of anything they say. Um, as for what happens today, uh, the uh, US lawyers have already uh, politely accused uh, Assange's lawyers 
years of lying. They're saying they consistently and repeatedly have misrepresented the facts. That's a polite way of saying that his team have lied. Well, the burden of proof will be on on the American lawyers now to to take that case to the high court and prove it on points of law. Uh, whether they're successful, we don't know. Uh, whether a judgment comes today. I would be surprised, but, you know, the world is full of surprises that we've seen in the last four years. So let's see uh, and wait what happens. Indeed. And as Sonia rightly said, Sonia, who's still with me, um, smiling beautifully, said that the uh, the freedom movement, the, the marches in 2020 and 21, it's very reminiscent outside of all that. I mean, I do sometimes wonder how many people outside were on the marches. <laughs> Or uh, we're against the COVID uh, COVID nightmare and the and the uh, so-called vaccines, but that's another story. I feel like we're in a weird Venn diagram of uh, of who's who's shouting about what and how many people are coalescing over this issue. Um, but that's it. we live in we live in interesting. May you live in interesting times, as the Chinese said. Uh, but that, that of course wasn't a benevolent saying, the Chinese, uh, because. Uh, <laughs> So thanks very much, uh, Wuhan, for, give, for giving us that gift. But back to um, back to what's happening in London. Do you think the opinion about Julian Assange has changed um, from what it was, uh, you know, even the, uh, even over the last uh, few months? Um, it depends what, who you are. It depends where you were when the Assange uh, case originally came to public attention, when they tried to smear him with the rape allegations. Um, mm. I, I mean, personally, myself, before I had my awakening, I can only speak for myself. I did think, oh, Julian Assange is that dodgy guy. And of course, since I had my awakening, I realized what the mainstream were telling us and the truth were completely diametrically opposed. And I suspect I'm not the only one who's had a kind of perception shift about this case over the last you know, 14 years, which is how long it is. And I think that the crowds that you're seeing outside of the High Court on a very wet, miserable English uh, London day um, are indicative of this as well, as is the activism we have seen around the world um, yesterday. Um, also, as well, the march that will happen after the American lawyers have given their evidence today to the judges. Uh, there's going to be a march from the Royal Courts of Justice to Downing Street, led by Stella Assange. She's got huge support. And as I said to Sonia earlier, those marches, I feel, will have the feeling of the freedom marches from 2021 mm. and 22. And, that, and I, I will wager with you, Abby, there'll be plenty of people on that march today that were on the streets against lockdown, you know, several years ago. Yes, absolutely fantastic. And uh, and great insight, Gemma, as always. Thank you so much um, for joining me today on the Abby Roberts Show here on today's News Talk TNT. Fantastic. We've got uh, I've got my first guest uh, coming up. So uh, do not go anywhere or I'll come round and put a wind turbine in your garden. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. TNT's Steve Malsberg. I've said that she is a selfish witch and that she's abusing her elderly husband so she could remain first lady. I've been saying that for a long time, that she ought to be ashamed of herself, but she's not. She played second fiddle to Michelle Obama for eight friggin' years. Michelle Obama hated the place, could not wait to leave the White House Mm -hmm. so she could go make millions writing books and selling non-existent shows on Netflix, Yes, which is fine. And that's what you do post-presidency. Yeah. Jill Biden could not wait to live in the White House, and now she does not want to leave? Yeah. I could not agree with her more. I've been saying this over and over and over again. Steve Malzberg on today's News Talk TNT. Our beautiful world is changing, withering, dying by the hands of those who don't value nature, even though we all depend on it for life itself. But there is hope. 
Together with caring friends, the Nature Conservancy can restore our lands, heal our waters, and save our wildlife. With big solutions only nature can provide. But every day we lose more of the places we love, and we urgently need to save endangered lands, waters, and wild species. The actions we take today will determine the tomorrow we leave to our children and grandchildren. The water they drink, the air they breathe, the beauty they experience. To learn more about how you can help protect and conserve our beautiful world, visit nature.org today. Journalism is not a crime. We're covering Julian Assange's two-day public hearing at the UK High Court and live from London. This is today's News Talk, TNT. Do you know what? I've got a very, very attractive Australian man who is down the uh, down the tube, down the camera. Robbie Cutler. <laughs> no, not you, Christian. I'm talking about Murray, um, <laughs> the TNT crew, because this is what I love about this station. Um, freedom of speech, speaking truth to power. Yes, here we are, free Assange. You can see my um, my little bracelet here. And I'm joined by my first guest, Dutty Monkey is his Twitter handle. He is Ash on Twitter. Welcome, Thank Ash. I'm so delighted to have you because you are proper activist on all the marches, on all the, you know, you're, you're just on the right side of history. I mean, that's a bit of a cliche. Tell mm. us, first of all, why Dotty Monkey? Where does that come from? Oh, that was just a nickname from school. It used to be called Monkey in School. And I, and I DJ'd a little bit, and I was, yeah, so the two just came together. So, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. my alias. Yeah, love it. <laughs> Dotty Monkey. Dutty Fantastic. Monkey. And uh, tell me, what are your thoughts on uh, on Assange? I mean, have you followed it, it from, you know, from way um, back? It, it, do you know what? If I'm perfectly honest with you, yeah, like you just said, I, I'm not a freedom fighter. I'm not. I, no. I, I actually hate. That. Freedom. Yeah, no, I, not freedom, <laughs> but I just hate that title. Oh, I think no. it's kind of been smeared nowadays yeah. with yeah, everything yeah. that's happening. Yeah. If I'm perfectly honest with you, um, no, I haven't really been up to date with the Assange trial. Um, I know what he did, you know, and that's obviously why I'm here today. Mm. Um, yesterday, I had a, a kind of revelation um, where I, it sort of dawned on me, you know, this could quite easily be me. Yeah. You know, um, and, you know, I'm not for one second saying I'm on the same level as Julian Assange, but it comes back to the fact of, you know, freedom of speech yes you know this man let's get it straight this man has been um imprisoned for telling the truth yes <laughs> you know and that's a really really scary prospect to me because for the last you know i'm not going to talk about me but for the last couple of years you know i stood up and i spoke out against the narrative against covid i didn't believe it i didn't want to obey the rules that were being told to us yeah um and you know speaking back against this you know let's say today he does get sentenced and this does all fall apart you know where does it leave people like me you know, yeah, 100%. And, and it's a really scary prospect because if they can do that to a man like him, then they can do it to anyone, including you and me. So, yeah, yeah. You know, if you've been um, somebody who stood up in the last three or four years and decided to speak up because you knew it was the right thing to do, then you should definitely be down here today supporting the man that has put his life on the line. Yeah, um, for all of us. For all, indeed. And uh, and if I, I did have my own taste, as you know, mm. of the uh, of the uh, the justice system, <laughs> so called in this country, mm. when I was uh, arrested last year and spent seventeen hours in a police cell for saying the f word, feck. I'll say I'll, I'll use the Irish Irish version, just to, you know, because I know children Freedom. might be watching. <laughs> I said freedom with an up in the middle um so so i've had a little i mean obviously not not in any way like you exactly like you were saying of julian assange's thing within in a two by three cell and the amount of time it's gone on mm. but i when i was watching the documentary and i saw the set re, sort of like the cell sort of reenactment of where it was mm. and the 
the tiles on the wall. I actually, I actually got a, had a bit of a panic oh, attack yeah, because no. I thought, oh god, and I sort of found myself back in in Hoban Police Station, mm. going, "Am I? Uh, I'm actually at the behead. The, the state is is deciding what happened because mm. I mean, really, are we going to trust the judiciary to the justice system to go? Are you all right? Slap on the wrist, you can go I, now. I don't think you, know? you can trust any um, organization now yeah. inside this country, from the police to you know the government to the NHS. I really don't. I think yeah. every single high profile within these organizations has been captured by. A, in one way or another, because, yeah. you know, you've only got to look at what the NHS are putting out now about, you know, men can breastfeed children. It is utter lunacy. It is. And if we don't call this out, this is going to become the norm for future generations. Yeah. And it's just absolutely destroying their minds in what is reality and what isn't. Yeah. And their greatest weapon is to confuse us, you know, and they're yeah. doing a great job of it right now. You know? Exactly. Doing a great job. And as you said, the, the breastfeeding thing, it's gone, it's gone beyond... Um, somebody's, uh, you know, uh, ability to. Don't worry, that was uh, that was Dottie's that was, that was, that was phone. That wasn't somebody trying to throw a bottle at me in the bar. Um, but the um, the uh, what was I saying? Oh yes, the um, yeah, the ability to. I was, I was thinking about your phone then on the floor. <laughs> Don't panic, everyone. It's my uh, my my brain is. I, 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 I said yesterday, you know. Um, 2024 is just peak comedy of the 90s and yes. 80s. Sorry, sorry about that. You reminded me of the breastfeeding thing. Yeah. We've gone from people, you know, um, maybe putting on a dress yeah. and kind of going, you know, like me, you know, walking around and going, hello, I used to be great, but now I'm, but now I'm Glenda, yeah. um, you know, which is, uh, and over the years, I've, I've had friends who were, you know, who, who do that, Absolutely. but they have never said, that they're like me, that they're female, mm. and that they can breastfeed. Mm. That we've 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 gone into a kind of realm of like proper evil. Mm. You know I mean, everything's That's... just backwards. Everything's just distorted. Everything's in reverse at the moment. Yeah, you know. And if, like I said, if we continue on down this path, we are going to head to a really, really bad outcome for so many people. Yeah, you know. And it's and it's it's important that we have freedom of speech because you know you should be able to challenge what is being said. For yeah. instance, you know, men can breastfeed children. If we cannot. If we cannot challenge that, then we do not live in a free and fair democratic society. In my opinion. Yes, exactly. And I'm amazed. Are you amazed by the amount of people um, that you thought were sort of vaguely sensible who are going, well, you know, it's not that it's not that bad, is it? I mean, I what, who are they? What, what's been going on in I, their brain? I, I think most people just want to be left alone yeah, and just yeah. get on with their own lives. Quite. And, and a lot of these people who are backing it but not realising what's happening. They're, they're, they're coming from a good place. They're saying that, you know, you have the freedom to do what you want to do, which is yep. 100% true. Like, if you want to dress up like a woman and walk around and call yourself Glenda, go for it. <laughs> but the problem yep. I have is, is when you're then pushing your ideology onto children, yes. unsuspecting minds yes. that don't know no better. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely. this is where the adults need to take charge and speak up. Yeah, indeed. And they haven't. And the adults have just been absolutely, well, the cowardice in the last four years. And that's why, I mean, Dotty, uh, Ash, I'm calling you Ash. Dutty, <laughs> Pastor Dutty on the left hand side. <laughs> the wonderful Ash. Mm. Um, you know, you you people like you, that's why I love having um you on on this show mm. because you know you, you have like well well known people like politicians mm. you've got like, nobody you know, I just stood up like, like a pat yeah but the thing is you're not a nobody mm. you know people like Pat Cash or you know la da da whatever mm. but you know you've been on the streets you've been with the people you've been speaking out yep. that is not a small thing not when you're thinking not when you're having to deal with the the voice in your head going any minute are the police going to come knocking you know it's very true you know um, I've never really been to bothered or scared of the police when we was doing what we was doing because no. I've always I've always been quoting the truth. Yes. You know, but today proves, you know, you quote the truth, you can end up inside. 
Yeah. And it is. It's a really, really scary prospect. It, it is a scary prospect indeed. And uh, so what are your thoughts on, we've got a couple of minutes left before the news, um, and then we'll come back with you. Um, the ONS, the excess deaths. Now, people watching um, in Australia, um, the ONS, it's uh, Office of National Statistics. Statistics, what a joke that is. Mm. Um, and they're now revised, they're now saying they've got a new method mm. to um, record excess deaths that have happened in the last uh, few years. And of course, mm. what that is to me is, is a, a blatant cover-up. I mean, it's it's so obvious. Yeah, they, they've written off about 27,000 deaths, yeah. which is just unbelievable. No, and actually unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking, you know, when people were quoting the ONS, I remember thinking, why are you doing that? They're mm. clearly a, like a sort of government body mm. um, who are going to do the bidding eventually. Again, another organisation that seems to be captured now. Yeah, captured. What is this with all this capturing thing? So we're going to have to. What are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, we've got, literally we've got a minute mm. um, on uh, on on the atmosphere. That what you've seen. So we'll go to the news in what a second. Today, yeah. Um, from what I've seen out there, and it's raining, which is always uh, always good. Put, put, put people up usually. Raw hair. Yeah. But they're here, you know, yeah. and that just proves how important it is to a lot of people. You yes. Know? So I'm I'm um, actually buoyed by the, uh, the the turnout and the reception that he's getting to. Yes. Indeed. And I will be back uh, very shortly with my wonderful guest, Ash, uh, a.k.a. Dutty Monkey, uh, on Twitter. So go and look for him. And uh, here come the news headlines. Big news. Big news. Big news. The biggest breaking news story. Holy crap. TNT Radio News. Matt Boyland here with a look at your TNT headlines. Russian President Vladimir Putin has publicly rejected wild reports out of the US that he's planning on placing nuclear weapons in space. The US has blocked yet another UN resolution calling for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza. And disgraced former British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is demanding $1 million in either cash, gold or Bitcoin to sit down for an interview with Tucker Carlson. The common housefly, caught in the clutches of the spider's web. Every move it makes just makes matters worse. Then, dinner time. Feast on the captivating stories, videos, and helpful information on our website. Whoa. Dinner's ready. Oh, man. Escape is futile. Just one more video. Get stuck in our web. TNTradio.live. Well, howdy, howdy, doody. Yes, it's me, Abby Roberts. This is the Abby Roberts Show, and we are uh, literally a skip and a hop and a jump um, from the Royal Courts of Justice. I don't know if you can hear. I think there's some uh, people maybe delivering some alcohol, some beer, which we will probably be partaking in later on outside because we're in a, uh, a wine bar, essentially, reporting, because this is live TV. This is wonderful. This is radio. This is uh, coming to you, the people, uh, speaking truth to power. Julian Assange is fate is being decided, whether there's going to be um, a hearing uh, for him to appeal the extradition. They've basically exhausted a lot of the, uh, well, most of the options now. So uh, great. So here we are in wonderful Democratic UK. And I'm with my guest, Ash, uh, aka Dutty Monkey on Twitter, activist. Um, I'm not going to use the word free. Freedom fighter, because it's a bit like freedom, because it is pathetic, and we do know that people Smith, <laughs> a bit wolfy, eh, power to the people, and then basically freedom fighter just basically means people that like enjoy it a bit, and then go, oh, anyway, we're going to go back to our our normal lives now because we've had enough, but not you. Now mm. tell me, mm. we're in London. Yes, we've got Mayor Sadiq Khan, who has mm. basically destroyed London. I mean, there's no other whichever side politically you're on. Yeah, I mean, you have to just you know, it, 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 the evidence is. 
is there yeah. uh, with with knife uh, knife crime etc and all the um roads getting narrower and narrower mm. Tell us what your thoughts are on Khan and what are the solutions? Ooh, I don't think I could say what I think about Khan. I think you can, but maybe don't you um, see Yeah, no. Um, this, you know, you look at him and compare him in any other job in the world. Doesn't matter yeah. what you do. That kind of incompetence, overspending, you'd be sacked within minutes of doing yeah. that job. Yeah. So I don't understand how this guy is still where he is. Well, I do because I've already said, you know, every single establishment is corrupted in yeah, this country. Yeah, yeah. So it works hand in hand. Um, I actually have a friend at the moment, Andreas Micheli. He's actually running for London Mayor this year. Ooh. Complete um, standalone candidate. Wow. Um, yeah, during COVID, he kept his um, his gym open. You know, he's beaten all the charges on that as well. In, in Respect court, to you, just to, just to show, you know, that what they were telling us at the time was absolute cod's wallop um but yeah no he's running as a as an independent candidate and we on the 8th of sorry the 9th of march we are going to be doing a demonstration outside city hall to out Sadiq Khan for good wow so proper action not yes. just speaking about it not just tweeting about it so 9th of march yes. so I'll, I'll come down to that absolutely uh, we, we want as many people there as possible you know if you drive yeah. a taxi if you drive a bus if you work for the london route if you work for the underground whatever you do in the city of london if you are fed up of Sadiq Khan mm. now is the time to speak up because if we get another four years of this guy it's actually over for London, I believe. Yes. I, um, do. I, I think that that will be the final now in the coffin. A hundred percent. And things like, you know, the ULES, uh, which uh, I know Sonia uh, touched on earlier um, with her guest uh, the, from Reform UK. Mm. Um, but uh, and, and also this weird thing of like the working man. Mm. What, what are you meant to do if you're driving a van? And, right. you, and, and you can't and you can't get to where you've got to go to. It's just ridiculous. It's just another stealth tax put yes. on to you know the hardworking people of this country yeah. to make their lives miserable. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and he's got this plan in place now. I think it's called the Detroit Plan or something along them lines that he's already spent X amount of millions on, where he's looking to charge you by the mile. By, by the, the mile. mile. By the mile. My God. So you know, if we do not stand up and start actually pushing back against these despicable rules that they're trying to yes. put in place then nobody's going to be driving anyway <laughs> literally be like oh i'm, I'm going to leave my house oh no there's like a bar but it's like where's this where's this coming from do you think ideologically i mean i keep thinking to myself because i'm i mean i'm a, a traditionally probably small c conservative mm. i mean it's sort of libertarian right really if i'm mm. honest mm. but um but over the last four years to me it's like a blob of just authoritarianism versus people that's like you said want to get on with their, their lives absolutely well, um, we, we know there's a plan in place from you know a group of selected individuals that you know don't live in this country and this yeah. is all playing into their hands this is all part of you know the green agenda or whatever you want yeah. to call it and yeah. you know, again utter nonsense what they're talking about yeah. but because it's pushed mainstream because it's put through every single kind of um school and, and and hospital and wherever else you know these people are just taking it on board as though know, that this is what's happening and the truth of it is it's just built on lies yes exactly lies upon lies i mean the green agenda and do you know what um, interestingly the greens the people that want to do the the push all the the wind farms the the um you know solar stuff mm. uh, and car and you know zero was it carbon zero which is absolutely yeah. absolutely absurd as, as everything's made of carbon mm. i mean I, we're made of carbon the carbon mm. that mm. table mm. uh this building mm. uh, a carbon but why do they never mention the sun why do these people never say hang on a minute is the, 
so if, if we are warming, that's what's creating the, the CO2 because mm. guess what? Our friend in the sky, mm -hmm. yeah. maybe, you know, things are happening, solar flares. Well, they're, they're, oh, well. they're leaving out key um, key moments and key talking points to push their own agenda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've only got to look at anyone that does speak up that does know about this and they're just cancelled off from society. You're not allowed to hear from them. You know? yeah. And they only push the people who are clearly funded by the science. Exactly. Science. <laughs> the, the science TM yeah, that we saw with, Duke, I call it Dukovic, because in an Irish accent, you know, somehow it, it lends itself to COVID. Mm. And uh, I just see as well, um, just a glimpse out of my eye, mm. that you, you're on Instagram as well. Tell, I us, am on tell Instagram. us what your Instagram is. Um, so I run a page on there called Exposing COVID. I have done since the day it all started. I yeah. started it up because I was noticing a lot of inconsistencies within the stories we were being told. Mm. I basically set it up so that um, I could log these inconsistencies. And before I knew it, within about three to four months, I was at about 60-something thousand people. So it clearly wasn't me alone who was experiencing these things um, yeah. and since then you know i've had probably five ten pages over the years because they just kept cancelling me kept yeah. closing me down for apparently spreading misinformation that they are all now adhering to and, yes. and, and admitting that i was right um yeah so i'm on that exposing convid and i'm also on Dutty monkey on instagram as well yes exposing convid, convid i yeah. love it exposing the, 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 the convid the con and um what, what, what do we think about the uh this breath oh, we've got to tell we've got to tell the aussie uh, viewers about breathtaking uh on itv which is basically a drama three-part drama about the uh the oh the, the really hard-working you know nurses and doctors with the masks on who are who are by Way, had a lot of time to do the the TikTok uh, dance videos. <laughs> do you it's just do you it's just another propaganda piece. Yeah. Isn't it? You know, from what I've seen, you know, on on Instagram, on social media, and places like that. You know, all they've done is just restoke these emotions in people that had previously forgotten it. Yeah. You know, the lies and the deceit and the story around COVID is completely falling apart now. Yeah. Nobody believes what Boris Johnson told him first of all. And Indeed. If, and if you do, you you seriously need your head checking. You know. Yes. Um, but this 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 propaganda piece is just there just to push those who are still asleep back down that that, back, back yeah. down that rabbit hole. It is a rabbit hole. It's a bloody yeah. rabbit hole. Exactly. And, we, and we'll be down there going, go, go, <laughs> go back up, go yeah. back up and, go and back come up. down or, or another, another yeah. or join us. Yeah, totally, total propaganda. And actually, I think the pushback on it is going to really worry the people who've made it. Absolutely. I'm hoping Jed Mercurio, if you're watching, you won't be. Joanne Frogger, the actress. Mm. I mean, to me, they're just, they are they just propaganda weapons. Oh, absolutely. No, they're, they're just useful idiots, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, um, 100%. You know, if, you, if you work in the industry, you know how it was for a lot of people. You know, they got closed down they weren't allowed to work and you know so for these people if this is their industry they want to do anything they can to be relevant and stay in the spotlight and get jobs so yeah i kind of understand but you know i see her talking the other day she said you know i have i went down and, and sort of looked at it but you haven't really looked hard enough no indeed now we are uh we're going to go to a break thank you so much right. ash i've got to to all blooming all blooming day and uh going to come back uh with my next guest i hope um, in a second year's this years. Okay, so do not go anywhere. I'll be back. And if you do go somewhere, I'll tell Ursula von der Leyen where you live. I'm Abby Roberts. This is TNT. <laughs> With his expert analysis and opinion, this is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. Remember how exercised over binders Democrats were in 2012 when Mitt Romney said that in Massachusetts they had binders full of women they were looking to bring into state government? He was referring, of course, to binders full of resumes, but that didn't matter to the left. No, they were mannequin in a panic over binders. Well, they're mannequin in a panic over a binder now, too, only it's a missing binder. A binder we believe contains all the receipts to lay Operation Crossfire Hurricane, 
the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, and all of the 2020 election interference solely at the feet of CIA, FBI, the Obama administration and his handlers, and former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. If this is true, and that the president took the binder and secreted it outside the purview of FBI, that would explain the jackbooted thug raid of Mar-a-Lago. That would explain the illegal criminal charges in the documents case brought by Jack Smith. And it would explain why they're so manic and in a panic over the binder now. If they want to bring Hillary in as the nominee over Stumblebum Joe, Donald Trump will have a Trump card to play that will drive a wooden stake through the evil heart of the Democrat Party once and for all. From MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for today's News Talk TNT. Whatever happens to good, it's a word that gets thrown around a lot and it's become our automatic answer to so much. Hey, how's things? Good. Your mom, your weekend? Good, good. Is good even that good anymore? At the Salvos, we believe good deserves better. Let's reclaim its true meaning. To us, good has always been about making a difference and good never picks or chooses who it helps. Isn't it time we all remember what good really means? Will Julian Assange be extradited back to the USA? Covering his two-day public hearing at the UK High Court and live from London, this is today's News Talk TNT. Hello, world, and welcome back to the Abby Roberts Show here on today's News Talk TNT. I'm with my second guest, Catherine Evans. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you for having me. Welcome to the show. Now, you are, correct me if I'm wrong, Deputy Leader of the Freedom Alliance. Uh, you're wrong. I am the leader of the Freedom You're the Alliance. leader of the Freedom Alliance. Hang on a minute. I've just Six demoted, I've just demoted Catherine uh, at, the very st- at the very opening of my interview. That says not, it doesn't bode well. It, I was. You, oh, I was. you were. Yeah. Right. And so, but okay. things, oh, things have moved. Blimey. So things are changing. Yes. So explain um, to the people. Oh, it's lovely. Actually, I can hear in my ear. Free, free, Julia so much. I can hear the live footage from outside. Yeah. As well. So explain to um, the viewers and listeners what the Freedom Alliance is, when it started, what are its aims? Okay. So uh, the Freedom Alliance started three and a half years ago. It was around the beginning of the pandemic, the lockdowns, yeah. as a direct response to the lockdowns and yeah. all the... Uh, all the, um, the things the government were putting in place that were yeah. blocking our freedoms and keeping us in our homes and uh, forcing us to believe one particular narrative rather than think for ourselves. So I, I wasn't involved in the party at that point, but that's its uh, foundation. Right. Okay. And as the pandemic grew, the party grew, yeah. I suppose, and um, we kind of um, enveloped more freedoms and more civil rights as so we can cover a lot more now, uh, including right. Julian Assange. Including Julian Assange. Yeah. And um, did you, uh, so during that time, did you find that, uh, so you're, you're from Bir- Birkenhead, are you from Birkenhead? Yeah, well, Birkenhead. Well, yeah, Thank you very it's much. Oh, is the actually given away? Yes. <laughs> and, and I may have had a glance at your, at your bio as well. Oh, little so sneaky glance. But I do hear the accent, lovely, the lovely uh, Scouse accent. Um, do you, did you find that people were um, up in in Liverpool were sort of, uh, a lot of people were taken in? Or were, were there quite a few people who were a bit like, oh, this is just absurd. This is ridiculous. Was it a kind of split? Uh, well, I think it's a split across the country, but I will say up in uh, Liverpool, the Wirral, where I'm from, yes. Merseyside, it's a very strong resistance movement. Right. Yeah, lots of grassroots uh, grassroots groups, standing yeah. in the parks. Standing um, in the park, yeah, yes. We, we've had loads of protest marches. We've done all kinds of 
outreach uh, and yeah. which is ongoing today as well yes. so that movement is still strong yeah in Merseyside yeah. it's so I mean, and I cannot tell people the viewers listen I, you cannot underestimate the work that people like you do mm. uh, grass uh, and I, I love the phrase grassroots because it's literally nobody no kind of big wigs it's literally people on the ground going this is what's happening do you want help we know we need to push back against this yeah. and it can't be underestimated can it no not at the all, effort. Not at all. Um, and I think I mean our, our role has kind of evolved I think during the pandemic uh, we did so much outreach and a lot of the time we were hearing I thought I was the only one that felt this I thought mm. I was the only wrong that thought person who thought something was wrong with what mm. was the government was saying yeah um, and now um I think we found our family I suppose is the best way to put it yes. people know that we're there they might not come to us all the time yeah um but they're, they're aware that we're there and that they're aware there's an opposition that's on their side I think that's really important yes people. indeed yeah. but they don't feel so alone because I, I remember mm -hmm. when I was kind of waking up uh, in 2020 it was a bit like oh um because all my friends had, a lot of them had just totally bought it hook line and sinker mm. um, even people that hated the Tories that was the weird thing as well, Catherine. Do you find it was a little bit odd? Because even, like I said, people that genuinely are like, oh, oh, Boris Johnson, the Tories were like, oh, we're perfectly happy to go along with what the Tories were saying, which I found I, odd. I did find that odd, yes. Yeah. Yes, people who were, you know, ardent Labour supporters yes. were going along with all the, the masks and everything. But I think a, a big problem with that is that the opposition weren't an opposition. Labour did not do its job at yes. the time. Yes, yes. They, they... They were putting cream on the top. You know, they were pushing for more. Yes, hundred um, percent. That, that's that's why all those Labour supporters just just went along so happily with it all without question. Yeah. Yes, of course, because Starmer was just going. Well, if you can do uh, Boris Johnson does this, but we we're suggesting this. I mean, that was just almost beggared belief that it was like let's do it longer lockdowns, harder. Mm. Let's mm. keep the like Sadiq let's Khan, keep the, the masks in, keep the kids in. Yes, yeah. yeah, exactly. Out of schools, out of, say, out of yeah, schools yeah. in in whatever situations mm. the poor children were in. Which of course it's interesting. A lot of people don't they don't ever. And I find this bizarre that they didn't start to think. Hang on a minute, children are at home, but if they're with abusive parents um mm -hmm. for whatever reason but and also because of the lockdowns making people mm -hmm. go uh stir crazy yeah. you were putting children yeah. in disgusting situations yeah. that yeah. they couldn't escape yeah. absolutely I'm, i remember around the time looking at statistics for um uh, domestic abuse uh, and abuse of children uh skyrocketed during that time um you know being rich children that were abused or children that were in care um, it just didn't stand a chance, really. The, the, the systems that were there to support them once just failed them by letting them go. Mm. Yes, indeed, indeed. Um, and uh, tell, tell us about your. Um, so let's go back to Assange because okay. I'm just I'm suddenly yeah. aware that we are we are That's actually right. we are yeah. actually with the royal courts. Yeah, okay. I know it's not my, it's not your fault. It's my fault because there's so much to talk to you about. Um, so what what are your thoughts about um, how, how long have you been following this uh, this well, whole thing procedure? Well, um, a couple of years ago, about two years ago. Um, John Chipton, who's his, uh, Assange's father, and his brother Gabriel came up to Liverpool to promote a film called Ithaca, which is about the, their struggle of you know trying to protect him and rescue him. Um, and that was screened in Liverpool, and I went along to see that, and I was so moved and so taken by their dedication, and yeah. I just felt like I wanted to do something to help. And within yeah. the audience, there was there was obviously other people in the audience, and we had questions and answers session. Yeah, and uh, a group of us decided we would start a group. Yeah, help uh, you know raise awareness and promote the cause. And yes, and we and so since that time, our, our group grew, and we did an awful lot of uh, leafleting, campaigning in the pool, mm. and also with Lima in Manchester. She was a big group there. Mm. Um, so we've done an awful lot together, and come down to London and supported like the human chain that they had last October. Yes, uh, and yes, yeah, so it's it just grown and. That's 
why we're here today. And grown and grown. And yeah. what's, the, what's the name of it? Uh, it's called Free Julian Assange Liverpool. You can find us on Twitter. Yeah. Free Julian Assange Liverpool. Go on Twitter. I mean, I, I refuse. I don't know about you. I refuse to call it X because I'm like, it's just so yeah. weird, isn't it? It's like, why would you call it X? Because isn't X uh, the name of the disease? The disease that they want to they want to introduce to us next. Exactly. Exactly. It's like we don't really want that. Um, but I mean, I don't trust Elon Elon Musk as far as I could throw him. But that's another story. All X. We're all no ones at the end of the day. Aren't we? We're all no ones exactly. We're just the the, the, uh, the what's he call it? The not the the feeders. You know, the kind of the. Uh, just the humans under the under the under the consumers under the boots, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And I, I noticed you've got a lovely, your lovely free assange um, t-shirt oh, yes. on. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm actually wearing a delightful orange boiler suit here as well on my lower half. Yes, it's <laughs> wonderful orange boiler suit. Yeah. And have you got? And how many of you have you got? A lot of mates out there. Uh, the yeah, people? there's there's a lot. Um, there's four of us have come from Liverpool, but there's other people from across the UK. People from Scotland, people from Cornwall. Yes, um, and obviously, as you know, internationally, there's a lot of European people here too. Yes, yeah. fantastic. It's wonderful. And um, do you, what do you think uh, of the other? Will the outcome be there? I mean, if you were a kind of betting person, uh, the, the well, the, I think the the, the case either the American is it Lewis James Lewis? I think is going to be giving his oral arguments today. Yes, the uh, the, the American side is today. I mean, when you hear what the Julian's uh, um, defence put across yesterday, any person with any degree of common sense would just say, "Why is this man still in Belmarsh? He, he should be freed right now." Yeah, so we won't hear until lunchtime what the outcome of this morning's uh, proceedings yes. are, what the argument they're going to put across, and I yeah. think that will tip the balance. But I did feel yesterday seeing um, Stella in the morning and then seeing it in the afternoon, um, she seemed a lot more confident, a lot stronger. Yeah. So. So that, that's positive. I'll take that. Yes, exactly. And it's very moving, isn't it? Um, did you see the? Uh, have you seen the, the trust trust fall, the documentary? I don't know if you've had to um, see no, that. I've seen that one. Because um, there was a screening on Sunday, and I uh, was watching it, and I. I sort of found my breath getting higher and higher when mm. I saw the footage of mm. um, the war, the the sol uh, not the soldiers, uh, the guys being uh, journalists being murdered in in Iraq, you know, from the helicopter. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Which is we've seen, seen that footage. Yeah, yes, yeah. exactly. Where yeah. you just go. I mean, and I kind of forgot. I think because there's so so much trauma has been going on. You know, the last mm. four years or more that you almost just your um what's the word your um your sort of compassion fatigue kicks in. You know, where you just sort of go. Oh my God, mm. I can't. And I found myself going, Oh, I just, and very moot. I mean, I was sort of yeah. found tears coming to my eyes watching it. I do, I do, I agree with you on that one. I just feel over the last uh, three, three, four years, there's been so much thrown at us. Yeah. Uh, we've had the pandemic, um, you know, we're, we're looking at losing cash systems mm. um, or, or the um, the war on motorists or our rights of, you know, the online safety bill, mm. our, our freedoms increased surveillance and as as an activist you literally like where do i throw myself next i can't spread myself then enough to try and cover everything yeah so it's important i think to have separate groups like our, our liverpool free union and so on where you can mm. focus on one thing specifically yes but then also have the freedom alliance that, that covers a broad range of freedoms yes a broad yeah. range and uh what do you think uh is is the political landscape coming up i mean obviously we've got the, we've got assange um which I, I and i think it, he is the canary in the, the the coal mine and i've always thought this absolutely with the, with especially with the way the judicial system mm. is going where you can have one judge uh which was his last yeah, hearing and now you've yeah. got two mm. for this uh hearing about um whether he whether he'd be allowed to appeal but is i mean it, it, are we seeing basically a broader picture of the fact that um, there needs to be a, absolute political change and we're talking pretty drastic 
Absolutely. I think, yeah. I think that's true. I mean, uh, t- two things. One, we absolutely drastically need political change. Mm. Um, but whether this will be the catalyst for that, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I'd like to hope that it is. Yeah. But I also would like to hope that um, this is a successful outcome for Julian. Yes, mm. exactly. And we're all praying that it is. And he's very, um, he, he wasn't able to appear. Um, what are your What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't want to uh, uh, sort of scaremonger unnecessarily. Jeremy Corbyn yesterday in his speech did say that if Julian were alive here in front of us and then sort of... I saw him say that. Yes. I think that was an accident. An accident, yes, exactly. But it did put sort of the... the, It made my blood run cold Mm. because, you know, we're talking about a man who is very frail and uh, the fact they're even thinking of uh, possibly sending him is absurd. It is absurd. And I think maybe that's like Freudian slip. Maybe from Navalny. Right. And you think, well, you know... Regardless of what you feel about Navalny, yes, he was yeah, in opposition to the establishment, yes, at the end of the day, so was Julian, yeah, um, yeah, and I do not believe that Navalny would have died, um, yeah, whilst being incarcerated, yes, and I feel like the same thing is very likely to happen to Julian. So I can understand why that little slip, yes, li- little slip because 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 it, it's been on Jer- it's been on uh, yeah. Jeremy Corbyn's mind, and I find yeah. this interesting, you know, that this whole. Um, uh, like I said, that it's not party political, you know. So you've got um, you know, the likes of Jeremy Corbyn and uh, and Len McCloskey, who I would definitely. Well, actually, funnily enough, Jeremy Corbyn did join my mailing list four years ago. Maybe it's uh, because I speak Russian and I oh, you know, wow. have lived in Russia. Okay. So, so yeah. you, may, you may have gone, oh, she looks interesting. But we're not politically really aligned. But but actually, this is a bigger, much bigger, isn't it, than than party politics? This whole thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I do agree that it is, and I do think there needs to be a uh, stronger. Uh, alliances between yeah. the, the different parties and, and campaign groups where, mm. where we do see eye to eye we really need to be strong together we need to have a united front yes and and, and focus on what on on the things that we have in common yeah and, and not the things that divide us yes indeed yeah, indeed so and and going forward um do you i mean obviously we've got we've got the tories we've got an australian viewers watching and you're probably in the same dilemma um with it all is um is uh yes we've been asked to get a little bit closer darling because well, literally we Lindsay are up. we are yes you've just said that the movement shouldn't be divided yeah we're actually a visual we're a visual representation okay. of that so i had to take my earpiece out because i had to, i had somebody broadcasting in my ear throughout that last so do i do apologize oh, no. my... i'm just conscious i'm very wet because it's raining no, out no, no it's fun it's, it's lovely it's okay. very it's lovely and we're, and we're in the right place aren't we in a nice wine bar in mm-hmm. uh outside the royal courts of justice so um so the tories labor uh what's uh, that's coming up what what are people what are people's choices what what what's the point of voting anymore well you do wonder what the point of voting is um you do feel like a, a lot of people are kind of bought and sold on old ideas and they're yeah. hanging on to these um traditional ideas of what labor is all about yeah the parties evolved it's moved on it's not about that anymore and i think you need to look beyond that and think about what's really relevant to you in your life and yeah and how we've been treated you know specifically in recent years then yeah. they need to be the things that you think well is this how I want to go on? Look yes. at other countries. Look at China. Say, is that how I want to live in my own country? Yes. Yeah. Indeed. And then pick what party you want to vote for. Yeah. Indeed. And people need to wake up is basically uh, the yeah. message. Um, thank you so much um, right. for joining me. And I'm just going to, um, if you just stay, stay where you are, Charlotte. Uh, I've got a lovely, my lovely producer. Um, anything? Can we have a little look at the live chat? If possible, because I have been remiss at the last, and this is actually the viewers and listeners who were who were watching um, and seeing if there's any uh, uh, what what people's thoughts are. Um, Charlotte's just uh, she's just on her phone. It's live, everyone. Oh, here we go. Let's have a little look. Um, 
Oh, Mally bites wet and windy here, but that's just me. Um, lovely. Um, oh God, just scrolling through. Maybe this wasn't. Maybe this wasn't the. Uh, maybe this wasn't the best idea. Oh, we've got miserable here in Salisbury. Do you know what? I love the TNT. Um, <laughs> you're getting a look. Teesside has rain. It's windy and chilly. Nothing about Julian. What is wrong with you people? Nothing about Julian Assange. Uh, it's also protests, not just here in the yes, UK, but in, in like Hamburg and Australia and right. America. So, right. you know, big it up, America. So, we really need yes, you. Come on, America. Come on, America. You're done. Exactly. Puppet masters are. Yes. Okay. Indeed. Um, I'm just having a look. Yeah, it's mostly about the about the weather. But anyway, wonderful. Oh, I have just seen someone here saying uh, saying uh, great guest, um, Catherine Evans and uh, Freedom Alliance. Fantastic, wonderful. So uh, that was that went well. Um, and then like that because it goes very very fast. <laughs> but I do think it's typically the British people more concerned with the weather. Yes. Um, is that yeah. indicative? Do you think of what's what's coming? <laughs> I don't know. There's political storms coming, so yes, we're getting political wellies. Political storms. Yeah. I love that. You see, we're good. We're like a sort of double act. Thank God for thank God for Catherine <laughs> today. Um, for the time because I stepped, like I said, take my earpiece out because I was lit literally getting a broadcast. I don't know from where from. Um, in 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 middle local. Oh, hearing the beep here in London, mm -hmm. and we've got live footage as well. Um, that's being played uh, during all this, where people can see what's going on. Yes. Um, with the case. So uh, we live in. Uh, oh, Charlotte's going to about to. Oh, hello. We've got some. Uh, I've been handed back uh, the live chat. Abby, in actual fact, it was Labour's Julia Gillard who first signed Julian's death sentence mm. in 2012 from memory. Mm. I think it probably was, wasn't it? Although, but to be fair, Pritipa Pritipa who's, uh, Pritipa Pritipa the extradition order. Now yes. that she's gone, maybe is it James Cleverly? James yeah. Cleverly. Yeah, maybe. Who, the fact he's called Cleverly is uh, is highly ironic. Yeah, in fact, it's called the Royal Courts of Justice is ironic. Yes, exactly. Well, was it? Exactly, precisely, yeah. injustice, and we'll decide and just add one, two judges. Yeah. And, and, and uh, But, of course, um, people do talk about Trump, um, who I'm not, a I'm not a huge fan of um, because I'm not really sure. Well, he, just, he reminds me of, um, you know, the Hoffmeister bear or Bungle from Rainbow a little bit. He's a bit like, um, but Biden, Biden has not, Changed it, has he? The course of uh, so people do criticize Trump. What about Biden and Clinton, Hillary Clinton, all that? You I don't know. know, this is just two bad apples in that barrel, it, isn't it? Exactly, it's just it's it's bad, it's bad That's apples. That's the best American can come up with, God help them. Exactly, it's exactly it's uh, it's bad, it's bad apples all the way. I'm just having a look, look, look and see if I oh, Charlotte, Charlotte's, Charlotte's phone, I can't you unlock it. Personal mess. <laughs> Hang on a minute, will you meet me later on? Lembe Opie. I thought you were looking really sexy earlier on in your Oh sorry, was I not meant to read that out? Was I not meant to read that out loud? Um Charlotte, my producer's got a lovely pussy on her um oh, on her. I do have a, I have a request actually. Uh, we've got we've Pat. got a kangaroo outfit. If anyone would like to come put it on and when you mean out there now, yeah. What are you looking at? Yeah. Me? <laughs> Yeah, once you've had a few glasses of we could, yes, we'll do that we'll do that okay. um i think so uh, anyone wants to see, just come and find me and uh we, you know, yes. have some fun with that and i can see murray uh, at last my, my darling murray who is down the uh down the other end of the lens uh who i think is saying to me that we are coming up to the uh news headlines at the hour that's right isn't it yes he's doing this because i haven't got my earpiece in it's dropped down <laughs> dropped okay. down my t-shirt um this is uh it's wonderful but i mean thank you so much Catherine, right. yet again for coming on because fun. people like you, grassroots activists are going to be people that save us, everybody. So don't think that some, you know, bigwig's going to come along. Join the movement. I'm getting five seconds. Okay, everybody. So thank you so much.